0: Well, hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring Ramon Foster and starring Browns 29, Steelers 17. Ramon, what are you thinking today? What are you thinking? Where's your head?
1: A lot of of questions, man. A lot of things got to be answered. Uh, A lot of demands from the fan base, uh, a lot of demands from the players, a lot of demands from just what the standard is. Um, That's just where we are right now, man. Just as... A team, and this early. I can give you all those cliches, but this is abnormal, right? You know, not being able to stop the run, not being able to make plays downfield, having guys um, ask for the ball and not delivering in those situations. So I'll, my biggest question I have in this week: well, where are we? What are we? You know, there's there's a lot of those questions, and uh, honestly, what's the expectations too? You know, that's just just me. I'll just go from here. Let's let's start with wh- what what is this offense? You know, you go from, um, you know, dinking and dunking to, you know, trying to stand in the pocket, get the run game established. And honestly, you get the run game established a little bit last night. You had some explosive mm-hmm. plays that happen. You found another mm-hmm. move as far as, you know, moving Mitch outside of the pocket. I thought it was impressive him rolling to the right to throw passes. I was honestly more impressed with the way he kind of rotated left, rolled out to the left and threw passes yeah. down the field. I you, would agree you know, with that. Mm-hmm. I, I would say it looked like there's some creativity that Matt Canada has kind of been hiding for whatever reason or either they he just listened to him. But in that, though, DK, listening to us, you know, speaking heads like you, myself and everybody else on social media that asked Matt Canada and his offensive staff, when are you going to go downfield? Honestly, I almost think that was a little bit of a detriment to what this offense could have been last night, too. Um, you found yourself trying to do you call it forcing the ball to wide receivers? Well, yeah. If you're talking it, it about go their that, way and they don't catch
0: it, yeah. If you're talking about that little uh, that real quick out route to George Pickens early on, just to to get Pickens hands on the ball, that looked and felt like the coordinator just putting a big check mark next to the box. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the same exactly.
1: thought. Exactly what I thought, man. Um, and, and sometimes as an OCS coaches, I've, I I, I kind of said this this morning um, on my radio show in, in Nashville, I kind of said to myself, I was just like, you know, sometimes you, you listen to parents or you listen to players or you listen to speaking pieces that kind of say, speaking heads that kind of tell you, hey, you should do this. And then you do it and then you realize, why the hell am I listening <laughs> to you for? I should do my job. I know I got weapons. I myself got to be personally good at at being, uh, at being putting those weapons in good places. Last night, I honestly think we, the fans, the crowds, um, we won. And in that, I think the offense kind of suffered because of it. Like, why are we forcing it? There were some good moments, but then you continue to do some of those things when it honestly wasn't necessary. I actually thought they had established the, um, the line of scrimmage when it came to the offensive line. They had Cleveland moving backwards. They did.
0: And they were running the ball, Moan. We've been talking yeah. about this for a long time now, and we finally saw it. We saw not only the offensive line get and seal their blocks, and in talking yeah. to a, a couple of these guys last night, in particular, Kevin Dotson and Chuk for. They were, I don't know what the word is for it, because I don't want to say satisfied, because that sounds like, well, are you happy with a loss? Well, no, all DK, we
1: can say this. We can say this. In losses, there are a lot of yes. good and there are some bad. Thank so you. to say that offensive line did well last night, we can say I was going back and forth with a guy last night. This offensive line sucks bleep. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Have you been watching? Watch the games. Like they had a good game, and the narratives always is it persists. Like it,
0: it persists. Yeah. It takes a long and night time. Good, to you say that. Yes, I mean nobody was tougher on this O line than me and you. Moan. nobody anywhere. Okay, and told them, and told them, and, told them. and then you can go and ask the O line if they were aware of it. Furthermore, mm-hmm. okay, that's. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave that there. Okay. <laughs> But when the script, when the reality changes, you know, so does the stance. These guys were solid. And I thought at times, again, where the run goes, that two things happened. And I confirmed this with a couple of those offensive linemen. One, they did get their blocks. They were more aggressive. But guess what else happened? happened? Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, Warren head to those holes yeah, they did, and they went yeah. at them and they gave the offense a totally different look. And for the first time, I thought maybe just that tiniest, tiniest trace of identity.
1: Yeah, it was, man. And I think that's a good. And, and to my point about Matt Canada, I'm saying to him, like, go do that thing. That was working last night. I thought the <laughs> pace of the offense was good. And yeah, when you get behind a score and you're trying to catch up and keep things going, the game plan changed. There was a little bit of leakage and pass protection late in the game. But guess what? When you got Miles Garrett on the other side, it's only so much long. It's only so long you can hold that damn up some. And I thought they did well. It was team protection. I said that in my grades. As far as that was concerned, you know, when, when divvying out those grades to those guys, I thought it was good. On the other side of the ball, now, let me say offense real quick. When when you got your skill guys, and I say this too, would try to feed the beast of what he heard talking heads say about him and his offense, Matt Canada. You neglected a very important part of the offense, and that was Pat Fryermuth. How do you try to please one and forget the other that bad? He made some plays down the stretch, DK. You kind of said to yourself, that would have been good to sprinkle in. I thought that's what Cleveland did to us. They jumped out early with Amari Cooper spread you out. And guess what? Who, guess what? They came too late.
0: David. And or, Joku. Or, or consistently through yep. the middle of the game. David and, Joku, and Right. Yep. Again and again and again. And you're again. This is funny that you're watching the game and you go, hey, doesn't our side have one of those? And I, doesn't our side have one of those guys who can. Oh, yeah. It's. Look, Moan, the one guy that we're not talking about here is the quarterback. Yeah. And you know, his his numbers at this point speak for themselves, I would think, through three games. That's a it's a pretty significant chunk of an NFL season. And I'm speaking only for myself here, not for you. I'm not feeling them. Um, I'm Um, not seeing something there where I go, hey. This is yeah. this is the difference maker. This is the right. pattern. This is this is where this is all gonna emanate from. I don't see that.
1: I feel like they're holding on to it as tight as they can just because they yeah. know everybody's looking for. It. Don't give them the obvious, that I feel like it's what they're saying. We know you guys got a big dog in the backfield or or, or behind the fence. Everybody's asking <laughs> for sense. him. So let's let, let's act like he's not there when everybody knows that switch is probably gonna come. There is a mini buy coming in right now. Coach T said what definitively no when it comes down to Mitch Trubisky. I mean, to Kenny Pickett being a guy. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to say that. Do, will he do? Do I trust that, that that's how we feel? Yeah. Do I absolutely believe it? <laughs> Not really. Um, but there were some good pieces of that team coming to, coming together last night. I'll say this they're super young, just all the way around. No matter who's got the most years on that uh, offensive side of the ball, is it Chukes? It, it, it may be Chukes. Or Mitch Trubisky, when it comes down to who's the oldest guy. Mitch is new to that locker room. Chooks is an older, young guy at five years in this league. This identity is honestly just going to have to be built. We haven't even talked about the defensive side of the ball, but this identity of what this offense's expectations are has to be built. And not just with the players, but also with the OC and his coaching staff too.
0: Yeah, no question about that. Uh, When we come back, believe you me, we're not letting the defense off the hook here. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show, and we talked a lot in the opening segment about the Pittsburgh offense. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh defense, because when you get right down to it, and boy did the head coach get right down to it afterward, Nick Chubb. And the Cleveland running game putting together 171 yards on the ground. 115 from Chubb, 113 of those after initial contact. I'm going to repeat this, Moan, because it's the most ridiculous stat, but it's according to NFL Next Gen stats. It's not just like some random observation. Of Chubb's 115 yards, 113 of them came after. After he made human contact with a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers, what happened? What happened?
1: Uh, I'll be honest with you. I saw a lot of uh, things that uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense doesn't do, hadn't ever really done, show up last night. Uh, I saw guys, you know, not filling the gaps as far as the secondary goes when they saw Nick Chubb running. They just went towards a leg Ran. instead of actually as yeah. we've heard Ryan Clark say. We've heard Larry Foote. We've heard James Ferrier. We've heard James Harrison. We've heard all these Steelers, former Steeler players say, throw your face in the fan. We didn't see any of that last night. It was guys like turning it down, and I know for a fact it's gonna get shown up in that red laser that Coach Tomlin has in those team meetings. You can in that loud, boisterous voice that he has, in an embarrassment, embarrassing type of way, with respect, you know, to, to their to them being men. There will be a lot of that. Coach T has a, a, a old saying, and I'm sure you've heard him say it numerous times. DK is this: everybody got something dirty about their jobs. OK, now let me explain that to you a little bit and, and why the expectation is what it is with the offensive line. You're big guys. Right. Hitting is natural to you. You do that. Hey, you hit every single play running down the field on screens. Hey, that's something dirty about your job. Being having to, you know, make it to the second level of block a linebacker. That's something dirty about your job. Um, DB, no quarterbacks. Quarterbacks make a whole lot of money, usually the faces of the franchise. Guess what they have to do sometimes, DK? Stand in the pocket and take one to the face to deliver the ball, right? At DBs, Mm -hmm. okay, or linebackers. You're smaller guys. Running ain't an issue to you. That's what's, That's a part of what you do. The dirty side of what you're asked to do is to fill a gap whenever it's your gap in the run game. We didn't see some of that. We saw people turning sideways to take down Kareem Hutt and Nick Chubb. That's not how you play football in Pittsburgh. I don't care how big you are. Everybody got something dirty about your job. We saw some of that last night, and it wasn't good. And, and not just that, the way they ran it. And Nick Chubb is a... He's definitely all pro this year, I think, if everything goes well with him. And um, just not just Pro Bowl, all pro. He's that good. He's top three backs in the league, and he probably won or two, depending on the week and the week that he just had, of people grabbing him. Bodies falling off and continuing to run. You got to – Coach T said it perfectly. You got to stop him or you lose.
0: Somebody brought up after the game uh, Njoku with a head coach – and he came yeah. right back with, not like Chubb. Yeah, not he. He wanted nothing to do with any defensive discussion uh, from from the Pittsburgh perspective, including right. you know what kind of game Jacoby Brissett had. I thought he was really good, by the way.
1: <laughs> uh, he was, but uh, they know, protected kind of, him in a really good way.
0: They did uh, what kind of game Amari Cooper had, what kind of game anybody had on the Cleveland side. Kareem Hunt, he just kept coming back to Chubb. And that tells me loud and clear that he, Terrell Austin and Brian Flores and everybody else with a voice in those defensive rooms made super freaking clear throughout that short week that you have one job when you go out there. I actually thought, and I don't care how dumb this sounds, (laughs) <laughs> I thought that early on the Steelers had something of a beat on the Cleveland run. yeah you saw you saw they they yeah. they sealed they they came together as a pack which is what you have to do to stop mm-hmm. Chubb you can't r- realistically moan you said you know about the face and the fan and the defensive backs and all that that's great but it doesn't last even if you do it I know it, it's got to be <laughs> and, everybody
1: and early and that's on what it I kind of saw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what I kind of saw. I didn't do a full summary of the game. I gave my grades per position, but what I saw was a defense just getting chipped away at the rock. That's what you do when you have a good offensive line. They chipped away and they chipped and they stayed steady. They got a lead and they said, we're going to, we're going to milk this thing for 11 plays in over six minutes. And they did it. And that is, that's defeating. That's the feeding man, but it, it was filling gaps, okay. I watching Joku run through linebackers also. Like again, you gotta acknowledge it. And and it was just a bunch of that. And when they, they established that they could run the ball at will, and yeah, there were some TFLs and stuff like that. Larry O getting in the backfield was pretty good, I thought. Um, but Larry Ogan Joe. Yeah, early on, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Early on, I thought it was good. Like you said, early on, it was there, okay. But having somebody that has that spark, that consistency of let me show you, watch what I do, how I do work, that explosive play, we never got that really defensively, and that helps along the way too. And then this was the other part that kind of deflates you a little bit too, or it can be deflating. Man, I love him to death. Good dude. But they picked on Terrell Edmonds last night.
0: They sure did. And when T- They did. When, he, when T.E. gets beaten, and this has been true yeah. throughout his career, it will affect him for the remainder of the game. He does not shake it off. He doesn't shrug it off. And it hurts. I'm going to offer a couple observations. No, no, no. No, no, no. One observation here as it relates to this defense that would not at all be very popular with the head coach. They actually were a couple, but they come down to one. And that one is this. This defense played 100 snaps in Cincinnati. And yes, I'm going there. Okay, this defense then faced a physical, determined front from New England. They, the Patriots yep. wanted to run the football. Okay, so that mm-hmm. was their mindset. And then this on a short yeah. week. Now, Cam yeah. Hayward, as you can imagine, wanted absolutely nothing to do with this conversation after the game. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. That, to mm-hmm. me, still comes back to the offense the Pittsburgh offense. And Chase Claypool, to his credit, was one of those guys who brought that up himself last night and said, we leave them out there too long. That's not Mm going to be good enough to escape Tomlin's wrath and everybody else's. But that doesn't mean it isn't true.
1: Right. 100% 100% man. Uh, and just when you know you have deficiencies, and we're seeing it kind of expose itself in the secondary. Akilo uh is another guy that they just, hey, there's there he is. Let's go get him. Um, and they did that. You can't expose him. I didn't hear much of Minka's name last night because they knew not to go to Minka's side. So because of that, they didn't. And you get that yeah. tight <laughs> red zone. Somebody's asking me, like, how do you hide him? Well, hell, you can't really hide him. They're in prime mm-hmm. positions to where it's either their zone or they scheme it up enough to where they're man to man in their zone, and they still got to cover. So it was um. There's got to be some some shaking upness. Uh, uh, no, I, nah, I, I don't want to say shaking again, upness. It's just. I,
0: I have seen you. I have covered you after a Thursday night game. Okay, yeah. go ahead and share with everybody, <laughs> just for for the record here, says they can hear it from a player. What is that like? Those because those guys look different after Thursday games than anything else. It's just a different room.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is, man. And um, it, it's not <laughs> defeated. It's a sense of, all right, we got a long weekend to think this thing over. Like, there's not a hard reset, but there's a dose of reality of, man, if we don't get it together, this could be a long one. And you don't want the season to be long. You want to be having enough fun. To where you're winning and everything kind of shapes itself in um this is an early oil check that's just what we'll call it dk when we come back
0: the only segment that matters
1: hey mom
0: welcome back to the ramon foster show and the only segment that matters it's brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where it's all about quality. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, appetizer, gets made with fresh ingredients and always tastes amazing. Moan, take my direct word for this, because we stopped at the Get-Go Cafe and Market in Cranberry on the way up here to Cleveland. Order your favorites at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Today's entry comes from Paul, who asks... Hey, Moan, how is it possible that this NFL offense, after three weeks, looks at times like a ninth grade football team at the beginning of a season? They're running the wrong routes, running into each other, miscommunications, almost getting multiple delay of game penalties. What do you think is happening or not happening in meetings and practices with the players and or the coaches?
1: Man, honestly, I think the the way it's operating is fair. Like, there's a few elite teams in this league, okay? The way Phillies kind of jumped out, I think we can be honest about that. They jumped out pretty good. Uh, and the Bills. Everybody else is pretty much in the same boat when it comes down to establishing an identity offensively. You guys know we talked about this for sure. Like, the offense is usually a little bit slower than what the defense is. When it comes to development, again, this is a younger-ish offensive side of the ball. This is a new questionable quarterback that you have behind center. There are new moving parts offensively. You got young guys that want to be incorporated in this offense, like a George Pickens. You got a guy that just got a contract in De'Andre that wants the ball. You got Chase Claypool. On top of that, you also got Pat Frymouth, And then you throw the ball to Najee. Like There's a lot of moving parts. Getting that identity is something that has to be figured out throughout the course of the season. Again, coaches will tell you most of the time look we know we're going to have our you know our brushes with you know penalties and just trying to get on the same page i all of this is normal i don't want to make it seem like it's chaos it's not it's normal but I'd say after that first quarter of the season, and it's only been three games, you start, okay, this is what we are. We saw that step from the offensive line. Did we not? We saw that. We saw Mitch kind of find it a little bit last night. It's the work, and it's the quirks, and this is the other part of it, too. Like, a lot of stuff has actually changed with the CBA, with, you know, player health and safety. Like, as much as it's great for the players, it really is. You're going to have some teams that kind of, you know, sputter early, like Pittsburgh is right now. Cincinnati's going through the exact same thing after making a trip oh, to the Super
0: Bowl. They really you, you, are. You and and for lost sight of them because, you know, that game was so three weeks ago. It feels, but, yeah. You know, their, their statistics, including the offense, including Burrow, including everybody here, mm-hmm. that's a great point. And that's, people yeah. can dismiss it as Super Bowl hangover or whatever, but when, when – just to, to relay to people, when I'm talking to guys and I talked to them last night after the game here in Cleveland, they're I, I'm not again. I'm not going to use this word satisfied. Okay, right. But to the individual facets of the offense, they say, they say to me, and they did it again last night. See this when we do yeah. this, this part works. If that's the O line, Pat Fryermuth said something similar to me. You know, now he only got those balls down the middle late mm-hmm. whenever cleveland kind of backed off but he he said to me see that's what that feels like that's using us yeah. the middle of the field and and it, it, you could work your way around the room like it's a jigsaw puzzle and say you know what i'm saying you say, okay well the okay, yep. offensive line's good here tight ends are feeling good running yeah. backs finally got something going what's it going to yep. take for all of it to happen
1: and I think all of us, and the, the the national, like uh, the the Amazon Prime group, kind of said the exact same same thing too. Like Pittsburgh has been small. I think we all can say that. Yes, we are a spoiled bunch of people when it comes to Pittsburgh stealing football. We are, there is a level of expectation and that is okay too. And the other part of it is, I've heard somebody recently say this, sometimes us fans gotta take the attic out of fanatic, okay? We're, we're seeking this stuff, this, this success, this Super Bowl so hard. That's what being a fanatic is. We gotta take the attic side out of it sometimes and realize just what we are. No, you don't suck. No, it's not all bad. There are some good things that are coming out of this, but I'll say this, the preseason preparation, not just for the Steelers, but all of NFL football, I think has gone down a lot, unless right now you're Buffalo Bills, you're potentially Miami, or you're frigging Philly. Those are the three hottest teams in the league right now, to me, simply because they have a whole lot of talent, they got solid defenses, and they've. They just beat the right people so far. Um, That fourth game or that third game of like fully dress rehearsal for the preseason could be a reason. I don't think we'll ever get that back in general, Um, but offenses are just starting slow. And this is the other component of it too. To me, the way people are trying to throw the ball through the air and be creative offensively lends to a lot of mistakes when you aren't on the same page. And that is a repetition. That is a, um, a, a situation in which you gotta grow into those roles throughout the season what you don't want to happen which is where we are right now is where you lose a couple of games and that's when everything gets highlighted Moan, Eddie our producer and I are heading back to Pittsburgh
0: where we will man. probably sleep for about 48 straight hours <laughs> 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 on arrival I hope Ooh. you have a good weekend my friend
1: You too, man. Enjoy.
0: We will do do this again Monday with a totally fresh attitude and fresh everything, right? Just bury it all. Long, long, long week of recovery.